Welcome to Crop Watch Podcast, a production of Nebraska Extension. Well, good Thursday afternoon and welcome to another edition of the weekly weather outlook and update. I'm your host, Eric Hunt, speaking to you from the Hardin Hall podcast studio on East Campus in Lincoln, Nebraska. Early across the state, we have mostly cloudy skies and some areas of uh, showers across south central Nebraska. So actually, we were getting uh, a nice little soaking rain south of Grand Island, kind of down toward Red Cloud and and kind of getting over to the York area. As we move through the afternoon, we should see this precipitation move to the north and to the east. And I'm actually cautiously optimistic that a good portion of uh, south central and southeastern Nebraska will get some um, not not great rainfall out of this, but I definitely think we should get somewhere between a uh, tenth of two tenths of an inch of rain with some places uh, closer to the Kansas border and south central Nebraska, potentially picking up uh, close to half an inch. Uh, in terms of temperatures across the state right now, temperatures range from the low 50s in eastern Nebraska. So currently 52 here on east campus, 54 uh, down in Rulo in the southeastern corner. Uh, to the mid-40s across northeastern and parts of east-central Nebraska, to uh, mid to upper 30s across the western portion of the state where we've been socked under clouds all day. Uh, again, so a current sensible weather is being driven by an upper-level low that currently is over the southwest. I think the last I checked, it was probably over northwestern New Mexico, and it's starting to move toward the north and east. And as that happens, we will see that shield precipitation uh, start moving toward the north and east, now, we are working against some drier air that's being in, infiltrated in from the east and the northeast. So there will be a somewhat sharp eastward extent of the moisture uh, because of where that high pressure system is, which currently is uh, uh, kind of over the lower Ohio Valley. Um, so, again, we're not talking about huge amounts of precipitation, particularly as we get into um, into Iowa uh, through the next 24 hours. Uh, but as we get into to the day tomorrow, as that low pressure, upper level low moves toward the northeast, and gets closer to our area, it looks like we should see uh, what I would kind of classify as a deformation band of showers developing across eastern Nebraska tomorrow afternoon. Now, this looks like it will be A, all rain, and B, not particularly heavy. So I don't think we're talking about a soaking event, uh, but it probably will be relatively cloudy and a bit on the cool side tomorrow, or that you know damp side. Cool is relative. High is in the mid-upper 40s this time of year, still relatively above average. Uh, again, I don't think this the dynamics in this storm are such that we're going to, um, you know, get uh, wet bulb temperatures down to low 30s where we actually could start seeing some, uh, you know, some periods of snowfall like we saw there a couple of Sundays ago in parts of eastern Nebraska where this place has picked up about three inches of snow kind of um, between Valparaiso and down toward uh, just west of Pleasantdale in eastern Nebraska. Uh, but once that passes through, we should actually be looking at relatively nice weather for the rest of the week. And so I think we should probably be back in sunshine um, for pretty much the entire state by later on Saturday. And we looks to have uh, dry weather for the entirety of next week. I'm not really seeing any signal for uh, any precipitation anywhere in the state uh, Sunday through Saturday next week. I think the only question would be how warm are we during the week? Uh, the latest projections are that we will have a frontal passage moving through the state uh, somewhere between Sunday afternoon and Sunday evening. And temperatures on Monday will be a bit cooler than they probably have been. So I would forecast or I would bet on temperatures probably being somewhere between 35 and 42 for a high on Monday across most state with warmest conditions probably being 
over southwestern Nebraska in the, in the coldest temperatures, uh, as is typically the case this time of year in the northeastern portion of the state. Uh, but as we move into the later portion next week, we will be entering uh, into a period of uh, strong upper-level ridging, which has been sort of the, uh, it almost sounds like a broken record, I feel like we've been upper-level ridging over the north central U.S. for most of the fall. I know that's not literally been true, but that's been really very, very dominant uh, this month. It has been dominant for most of the fall, with the exception of uh, kind of right around Halloween and right around Thanksgiving. And, uh, you know, again, that will lead to relatively mild weather or very mild weather as we move into a later portion next week and dry conditions. Uh, in terms of temperatures, I would bank on temperatures being at least in the 40s everywhere in the state uh, after Monday. And I would say there's a reasonably good chance that areas uh, along and south of I-80 and uh, across western Nebraska in general will probably be in the 50s at uh, points in time from Wednesday through Saturday, with warmest temperatures likely probably occurring uh, Thursday into Friday. Uh, what I am watching out for, though, as we move toward Christmas, uh, so again, right now it's the 14th of December, uh, so next Saturday being the 23rd. As we head into the early portion of the week after this, so the week of Christmas, there is a storm system moving into the western U.S. late next week that uh, looks like it will be moving into the central U.S. by right around Christmas Day, give or take, you know, 24 hours. Um, and current projections are that that actually could give us some decent moisture. Now, again, this is not, this does, does not look like a blockbuster storm. This does not look, you know, like the Christmas snowstorm of 2009 at this point. But again, that's still, you know, more than 10 days out. So I'm taking things a little bit of grain of salt, but that has been a somewhat consistent signal in models in recent days. And a matter of fact, the CPC is also showing um, a decent chance of above average precipitation for uh, really a lot of pretty much the entire Western Corn Belt and Central Great Plains region, but also most of the Western U.S., um, south of about the 42nd degree of latitude. So basically all of, all of California east to about the Mississippi River is projected to be um, or at least have a chance of above average precipitation during the week of Christmas. And I think this is probably based on that Christmas storm. Uh, the current projections are that this would be mostly a rain event for the state, uh, particularly in eastern Nebraska. Uh, but again, you know, depending on how that storm tracks and how much colder air it has to work with and how strong and dynamic that storm is, that could actually mean uh, that we do get some snowfall right around Christmas. And uh, odd as this may sound, as warm as it's been this month and as warm as in general, it looks like this month will be uh, as a whole. There is a slight chance that some portions of the state uh, could actually have a white Christmas. Uh, I think we'll have a much better feel for that possibility as we get through the week next week. Uh, but just given that the um, you know storm system like that could affect travel plans on Christmas Day or right around Christmas, uh, I do want to bring it up now. Uh, but I do think any travel plans for the later portion of next week should be good to go across this entire region. Um, again, I think uh, right now, just in terms of snow extent across the country, there is very, very little of it, with the exception of the uh, uh, you know higher elevation mountain series of Rockies. There's a little bit of snow in North Dakota. There's some snow in the higher elevations, New England. And frankly, right now, that's about all the snow there is anywhere in the country. And for this time of year, we are at our lowest extent of snow cover since 2006. Uh, so moving into the update portion of this uh, podcast today, uh, again, I think the uh, drop monitor was released this morning, and the only change that we saw was some introduction of abnormal dryness in the parts of southwestern Nebraska. So Frontier, Hitchcock, Red Willow counties, uh, there was expansion of D0 from the west. 
Uh, and that's a reflection of how dry it's been for most of the last couple of months. Uh, again, now, abnormal dryness or D0 on the drought monitor is not technically drought, uh, but is a reflection of, again, lower soil moisture that we are seeing, uh, you know, depending on which model you use or which how you want to look at it. You know, the percentiles are somewhere between the 10th and 20th percentile or maybe a little bit higher. But again, they're generally on the low side. Um, you know, precipitation deficits, we are seeing those at multiple time scales, uh, kind of even at this point, kind of going back about uh, almost six months. Uh, so some of that rainfall that we had earlier this year, um, you know, was being kind of not captured that six month window. And, um, you know, the summer wasn't necessarily that particularly dry in that part of the state, but it wasn't so what that's offsetting uh, what we've had now in terms of uh, overall deficits. Speaking of precipitation deficits, a uh, colleague, uh, Bryce Anderson, DTN, shared a map with me uh, that, if he, that he found yesterday. It was a, a map of four-year precipitation deficits uh, across the central U.S. And, you know, it was relatively astounding to look at. Now, again, it's not a, not a shock. Most of the central U.S. has been um, on, on the dry side or in drought for a lot of the last four years. Uh, but the the spatial extent of 20 plus inch deficits was relatively astounding. Basically, covers the entire eastern portion of Nebraska, um, pretty much the, almost the entire state of Iowa, portions of Illinois, up into Minnesota, parts of Wisconsin, getting down in Kansas, Missouri, Oklahoma. Uh, so again, a very large section of the country has really missed out on um, on precipitation in in the last four years, and there are parts of uh, even in eastern Nebraska, there are places where the precipitation deficits in the last four years are ex in, in excess of 30 inches. Uh, there are parts of Iowa where it's in excess of 40 inches. Uh, so if you think about that in terms of context of annual precipitation, that's essentially almost one year's worth of rain or potentially even more than one year's worth of rain that hasn't fallen in the last four years since part of the country. And again, that's one of the reasons that you are seeing the level of, of drought severity that's being depicted on drought monitor is because, yeah, we had those precipitation deficits, but those precipitation deficits have led to, uh, you know, persistent soil moisture uh, stress. We've seen really, really low streamfalls. So our, hydro our hydrologic situation, uh, because of these rainfall deficits, has been relatively acute uh, across a very large portion of the country. Uh, and again, it's a culmination or combination of uh, these things over time. You know, this is the second year in a row we've seen very low flow on the Mississippi River. Uh, so again, I think, you know, we this this is not something that is going to end uh, overnight. We need sustained precipitation in the central U.S. as we head into this winter and into next spring uh, to really start chipping away at these deficits and really start improving our hydrologic situation. Or frankly, or twenty twenty four is going to be a uh, it's going to be a tough year, or at least it's going to be the, have the prospect of having a a tough year. Uh, in terms of soil temperatures across the state right now, soil temperatures are generally in the low to mid 30s. Uh, most places are still safely above freezing, so any precipitation that does fall uh, will be falling on on thawed ground. Um, this time of year, they're especially in the historical past by December 14th or 15th, you would maybe think that you would have some uh, frozen soils and half inch of rain wouldn't necessarily be the most welcome thing in the world. Uh, but this year, it will be because it will be hopefully going into the soil. Uh, I mentioned earlier, soil moisture percentiles are generally um, lowest parts of southeast Nebraska, southwest Nebraska, and are best across the north central uh, portion of the state. Um, again, the, the uh, percentiles map that I've been making for the last couple of months, uh, it hasn't changed a whole lot. That's more of a reflection of, um, 
you know, this time of year, we just don't usually see a lot of change in soil moisture conditions, uh, even when we're dry, just because, uh, or we don't see a lot of change in soil moisture conditions when we're dry, because we don't necessarily have the temperature component. We don't have a lot of actively growing vegetation to really rapidly drop moisture. So whatever we lose is a little bit of, of um, water from evaporation. Um, and thankfully, even though we have been fairly warm this month, we are still getting below freezing at night. We've generally speaking had lighter wind speeds last Saturday, notwithstanding. Uh, so, I mean, that kind of has helped keep some of the evaporation, um, soil evaporation down a little bit. Uh, and I earlier, I kind of mentioned the snow cover extent. Uh, again, there is no snow cover anywhere in the state of Nebraska at the moment. Uh, there is some good snowpack in parts of the, uh, the uh, southern Rockies. Uh, northern Rockies are kind of um, uh, doing pretty good shape, uh, particularly with some of the storms that have moved into the Pacific Northwest here in recent uh, weeks. Uh, so, again, I think the, that's relatively good news for um our rivers and stream flow across the state, particularly across western Nebraska. Uh, but, you know, again, one of the reasons that, um, you know, we don't see more cold air is because there's no snow cover. We're not seeing more snow cover because uh, right now, frankly, all the cold air in the northern hemisphere is mostly locked up over um, Siberia and over, um, you know, eastern eastern Europe and into, into Asia. And uh, we aren't really anticipating that changing in the next couple of weeks. Now, I think there is a chance that could change as we get into the month of January. I do think we will start seeing a pattern change uh, that might be more what we traditionally think of with El Nino, that stronger subtropical jet into California, giving more, you know, more rain, what we almost would call the Pineapple Express. Um, that and we may start seeing the first sign of that as we head into next week. But again, I think it's a little too early to say that that's um, a complete pattern change. Um but again, as we move into month of January, I think we will start seeing uh, things change a bit. But for now, um, there's no cold air, there's no snow cover, and you know, frankly, without that snow cover, that you know, the help uh, drive down those nighttime temperatures and help lower the limit the amount of heating you can get during the day. Uh, we're seeing temperatures that are you know in the 40, 50 degree range, uh, pretty far north this winter, and we've been very, very mild. Uh, sort of as well to that, which we would classify in the climate community as a positive feedback. So I think that about wraps up for today. That concludes our uh, weekly weather update for the week ending December 16th, 2023.